Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, welcome to Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to Speed and Power on 93.7 The Ticket. I'm your host, Megan Walker, and joining me tonight, we've got Harrison on the board and our special guest. He is a school record holder for the 200-meter dash at Nebraska, which he got as a freshman and he's a spectacular athlete. My teammate, the one and only Garrett Kaland. Hello. <laughs> Garrett, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Thank you for having me. Of course. Quick shout out to Layton's Pub. Thank you guys for providing us with the best food. Really appreciate you guys. Shout out to Don. You are the man. And Taylor, he also did a great job as well. But you guys give us the best, so we really appreciate it. But it is a Monday. We've got Garrett Kaland on. So it's going to be a great show, of course. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Man, a few words. Okay, Garrett, tell us what events you do in track and where you're from. Uh, so I am from San Antonio, Texas, and I do the 200 and 400. 200 and 400. Those are the best races, I think, personally. Uh, I have to disagree. Only the 200 <laughs> to 400. Too long, too painful. So your favorite's the 200? By far. By far. And that's what you have the school record in? Yes. Did you ever expect that that was going to happen? Uh, I had a feeling that I would possibly be able to break it. But I wasn't really sure due to the injuries that occurred in outdoors. I wasn't really sure if I was even going to be able to run as much. So I'll just be stuck with my season opener. Mm-hmm. And you're in your sophomore year now. Yes. How is it going? How has indoor training been? Uh, it's been pretty good. I had a few bumps with my hamstrings on each side. But right now we came back and so training's going pretty good. Training's going well. We have a track meet this Friday. Are you excited? What are the feelings that are you're feeling? Extremely nervous. Extremely nervous. Why are you nervous? Because it's kind of like a practice. It's called inner squad. So we're just competing against our teammates. What's making you nervous? Oh, I'm, I'm nervous before every meet. It doesn't matter who I'm competing against. Mm -hmm. So are you thinking of this as a track meet or a practice? Uh, I think of every meet as a track meet. Like just straight up as even if it's against my own teammates, I still need to perform to the best of my ability regardless. I love the mindset. Good mindset, Gary. What events are you doing on Friday? Uh, Coach told me that I'll be doing the 60 and the 4x4. But he's also saying that I'm going to be doing the 300 and the 4x4 and not the 60. So I'm not really sure until he actually tells me. Mm -hmm. what, what do you want to do? The 60 and the 4x4. <laughs> 60 and the 4x4. That would be like the easiest stuff to do. Uh, most certainly. But also the 60, I just really want to see where my start is at. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's the main goal for that. Do you have any goals for Friday besides winning? Uh, At least run 6-7. Six, 6-7. Seven. Six, seven. Hopefully. Would that be a PR for you? Uh, I've never ran the 60 before. You've never ran the 60 before. I've actually never done indoor until I came to Nebraska. Dang. So in Texas, they don't have indoor? Uh, they do, but my school never entered us in any indoor meets. Dang. Uh, last year was like the first year we ever entered an indoor meet, and my coach didn't put me in it. So indoor, it's crazy to acclimate to indoor. I feel like people don't know that, but like the air is way different indoor than it is outdoor because it's oh, so yeah. like... I don't know how to explain it. Like stuffy. Stuffy, yes. And so like your lungs have a harder time acclimating when you run. Was that hard for you to get into? Uh, I think not really the air, but for me, it was definitely the, the track itself. Mm -hmm. As it's smaller, some tracks are banked. And that was like the worst part because every time I go down, it feels like I'm about to fall right on my face. <laughs> have you fallen yet? No. Well, thank God. Thank goodness. Yeah, that would be that would be not good. I remember we were at Arkansas last year, and there were some people that had some mishaps falling off the bank. Do you remember that? I was not at Arkansas. I was injured. Oh, 
Dang, I'm sorry to bring that up. <laughs> but this year, this is going to be your year, isn't it? Uh, hopefully. What school record are you going for? Are you going to break your 200 again? Uh, I'm trying to break the 200 and trying to get that 400 and hopefully the 4x4. Four four. I'm expecting you to get the 400. Uh, me as well. <laughs> I love that. But you are from Texas. So what drew you to Nebraska? Was it the beautiful weather here or what was it? <laughs> it's definitely not the weather. <laughs> It was uh, our coach, Coach E. Mm-hmm. He single-handedly got me here. It didn't really matter what any other colleges said. After I heard what Coach E told me and how he carried himself and how he talked to me, I knew that I was coming to Nebraska. So it was love at first sight? Yep. Is it still to that day? Uh, yes. <laughs> what did your – because you and your mom are very close. What did she think about you moving far away? Because, like, you probably get homesick, don't you? Uh, yes. But – uh, she, you know, she understands. She said that she's not going to stop me from going somewhere that could make me better. But also she said that I couldn't stay in Texas. That's why whenever there's a break or any uh, segment of time in which we don't have practice and class, I'm going to Texas. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you love Texas. Uh, I love Texas. I love the weather in Texas. <laughs> yeah. Are you going home for Christmas break? Uh, definitely. Definitely. What are you looking forward to most? No snow. No snow. Seeing my mom. Seeing your mom. Well, shout out to mom, of course. Facts. Does she come to a lot of your meets? Uh, Yes, she comes to a lot of them. She's already told me the ones that she'll be coming to, I believe, is like the Graduate Classic, the Frank Savine, Big Ten, uh, NCAAs. And that's for both Big Ten and NCAAs for indoor and outdoor. Well, shout out to mama. Mama. She's going to be coming to all the meets. Facts. Got to look out for her. But that's that's great. Good for you. So you've kind of had a busy like freshman summer year with track. You've kind of been doing it 24-7, have you not? Uh, yes. Yeah, you're just always on the grind. But this past summer, you competed a lot over the summer, even when track was done for majority of us. You had the Pan American U-20s. Tell us about that, because not a lot of people are ever able to do that kind of stuff. So it was, uh, well, as you know, first time experience, but something that I never, ever experienced before as before that, my biggest meet was uh, the Outdoor Nationals. And so the process to going to that meet was completely different as usually when you run in high school, you can just straight up enter like the Outdoor Nationals or New Balance, whereas you had to qualify in order to uh, go to the Pan Am Games. Mm-hmm. And then along with that, there was processing, which it was, a, it was completely different. I had to stand in this room for maybe three to four hours talking to different people, going to different stations. Uh, I had to try on USA uniforms. I had to be told how uh, the airfare was going to work. Along with that, download an app, create an account for USATF, and it was shocking. But once we got to the Pan Am games, it was, it was crazy. Now, the one thing that I would say was during the Pan Am Games, I was actually actively injured. Garrett. Garrett. <laughs> you still pulled up and got second place at the Pan Games. No, so what happened was, okay, so I was also considered for the relay. So I had to go to a separate area and not just straight to Puerto Rico. And so it was at relay camp. And like the first day at relay camp, I was like, my hip kind of hurt. <laughs> I didn't tell anyone. And so throughout the relay camp, I was running, it was hurting, but I was like, I'm still going to get this experience. I'm still going to run and try and make the relay. Now, I didn't make the relay as my start wasn't good enough 
in order to uh, safely transition the baton. And so I was just stuck with the 200. And so when we got to Puerto Rico, we did a warm-up, shake-out. It was still hurting. And so when the prelims come, my hip was still hurting, or like it was really bad. I could barely walk without pain. Couldn't go up the stairs. Couldn't really do much without pain. And when I got out of the blocks, there was like no pain. So I was like, "Oh, that's just great." Mm-hmm. Qualified. After I qualified, uh, when we came back to the, to the track for uh, the finals to warm up, I was looking bad. I was looking horrible. I couldn't jog. I couldn't do any drills at all. I looked horrible. My hip was hurting, and I was like, I don't really care. I'm gonna, I'm still going to run. And co- even Coach saw that, but he wanted me to make the choice, which I definitely loved as he knew that some, something was going to happen. And, well, something did happen. As when I ran, there was no pain at all, and I was able to get second place, which shocked even me. Mm-hmm. So that adrenaline just kicked in and just – Push through all the pain, right? It felt like there was no pain at all. No pain. That is insane. But I'm so proud of you for just pushing through all that because it's so easy at that point to just be like, I give up. Like, I'm hurting too bad. I can't do it. I was pretty close to doing that as we were with the medical people. And I definitely told him that I'm not sure if I'll be able to run. And he said, Hey, listen, just go out there and see how you feel. And Felt bad, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and run because previously in my track seasons, I usually get injured right before the big meets, like uh, Junior Olympics, our uh, school state meets, I'm usually injured. And so this was like one of the two instances, and or also another example, Big Ten outdoors. This was one of the two instances in which I was able to run at a massive meet. Mm-hmm. This is a good learning lesson for me. Anytime I'm in pain and I'm like, coach, I don't want to run. Like, I'm hurting too bad. I'm just going to pull a gear and just full send it. Have oh. all that adrenaline just come over me and I'm just going to go kill it and get second place. I, I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> so, no regrets, though. Like, you went out there and you just, you did your own thing. Yep. That is amazing. I'm very proud of you, Garrett. Thank you. You are not only, you're a hard worker, but you're also very talented. So, kudos to you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. What was your favorite part of the entire experience in Puerto Rico? Uh, it was uh, literally just hanging out with uh, the, U- the USA people as our entire uh, relay group, we got pretty close during relay camp. And so whenever just all five of us, man, it was a, it was a great time. It was, it was fun to be had. Mm-hmm. That's great that you were able to make those connections. At what point in that whole experience were you like, wow, I'm really loving this. Like I could do this forever. I would definitely say right after I ran the finals, I was like, man, I love track. (laughs) Now, of course, you're not going to hear me say that during training, but right after that meet, I I was like, man, I could could definitely see myself doing this as like a job, like going pro and doing this. Mm -hmm. So is that your long-term goal with track? Uh, Yes. What does that look like? What do you got to do to get to that point? So I have to make myself stand out. As you know, everybody can run 20 point. Well, not everybody, but everybody can run fast. Mm-hmm. What I need to do is be able to go beyond fast. I need to be. I need to be at a good different level. I need to be able to in the 200 go 19. That is definitely one of the ways 
in order to attract a sponsor's attention. Either that or the 400, get to 44, 43, but more risk, more realistically, 44. The 100, um, I probably won't have much success in there, but if I did want to pursue the 100, I would have to be around 10 flat or lower. And so those are like the three times, well, three benchmarks that I've given myself in order to possibly bring myself closer to that goal. That's good. I love that. So talking into like the whole process of how to get there. So let's talk about dieting. Let's talk about what you eat. What are you putting in your body? Don't. Why did you just give me that face? <laughs> what is the kind of stuff you eat on the daily? Because food and nutrition is very important for athletes. That's what's going to take you to that next step. Well, I definitely drink a lot of water. Now, when it comes to food, do not eat any vegetables at all. You don't eat any vegetables. No, they taste nasty. They taste nasty. You heard it here from <laughs> Amazing Sprinter Garrett. Vegetables taste nasty. So, like, what are you putting in your body every day? What's your, like, what do your meals look like? Uh, a lot of protein, carbs, candy. Candy. Fruit. fruit. Okay, there we go. We got fruit <laughs> on there. That's good. What yeah. is your, okay, so before you go to practice, before you're going to have a hard workout, what are you going to eat? Uh... Probably a lot of protein. That's just like my go-to before I run anything. As back in the day, I used to get scared of eating a lot before practice because then I feel like I'm going to throw up and I don't want to throw up. Mm -hmm. So I just relegate to like eating chicken or like steak before I train or do any uh, any athletic activity. And so that's what I just default to now. Mm -hmm. There you go. And you're drinking water. That's a positive. Uh, do yes. you track your eating at all? No. Is that something you would be interested in doing? Uh, I definitely should be doing it, but I feel like that sooner or later, I might lose track of it, or I'll look at myself and realize, man, I'm really eating unhealthy. <laughs> yeah. Now, the prop, now, the real thing is, can I change that? Can I make the change? That would be like the biggest part in that. But definitely tracking my food would be like very good mm -hmm. for me. So post meat, what is the one food that you want to eat? Uh, or does it like fluctuate? Does it different? It, it fluctuates. But I know like last year throughout all of indoor after every meet, I'll be driving to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and I'll, I'll ask them, can I get them chicken nuggets mm -hmm. and a chicken sandwich? That sounds pretty good. That's a good pre-meat food. Post meat. There you go. And man, I wouldn't even get to like the house. I would just devour it in the car. <laughs> I love that. I'll just be starving. I'm just like, okay, I need this now. Okay, so nutrition, it's not bad. We're working on it. We're going to add some vegetables into the plan, maybe. But how's your sleep? Um, Are you getting at least eight and a half hours every night? Or what do you think? I would say for sleep, it fluctuates depending upon how school is going. As Sometimes there might be homework in which I just have to stay up past where I want to in order to get it done. I definitely have to put education above athletics and so i definitely uh i would say it definitely fluctuates sometimes it could be eight hours sometimes it could be six it just really depends upon uh how uh, school is going what do i have for that day i love that you said you're a student over an athlete i don't know how many people say that <laughs> but i know you're a gamer garrett does that ever keep you up late on the weekends most certainly on the weekends what kind of games are you playing Call of Duty, Apex, Fortnite, a lot oh of mainstream. Dude, 
I know, I know people listening to this have seen the new Spider Man. Harrison, Bro. have you seen it? Uh, game or movie? Uh, the game. Can't know. I'm actually on the. I'm on the outside looking in. <laughs> you just disappointed Garrett. Garrett's not happy anymore. Listen, listen. Spider Man Two as like one of the greatest games that's ever came out this year. I, I can believe that. I know those. I've never played any of them, but I hear those are awesome to play. Uh, I'll be seeing up to like. 2 a.m. <laughs> I feel like this isn't an only weekend thing. I feel like this is an everyday kind of thing. No, this is not everyday. This is not everyday. I actually barely play any console games on the weekends. I only just like play around with like the mobile games on my phone. But on the weekends, that's where I can like just let go and relax. Specifically on Sundays. Mm-hmm. As you know, Saturday we have practice and Friday we have to prepare for Saturday practice. So Sundays, nobody texts Garrett. Nobody call Garrett. He's playing games. It's his relaxation day. Facts. Exactly. (laughs) So that's your relaxing during the weekend. How do you relax and get your body just to chill out during the weekdays? Uh, I would just say probably just lying down as one of my favorite things to do. Just lie down and chill. Don't really have to do much. Hopefully all work is done. And, yeah, I'll just say mostly just lying down. Maybe it might turn to a nap, but just chillaxing. Nothing that could actually induce stress like, like a video game. Mm-hmm. So just be stress-free and just chillaxing. So that's how you fill your cup, just relaxing. Yep. To hang out with friends or anything? Go get, like, do any activities? Are you a roller skater or anything? Uh, some, now, let me specify. I cannot roller skate. You can't roller skate. Can you knit? Knit? No. Do you have any hobbies? Um, what is like the secret in Garrett? What's your secret hobby you have? Secret hobby that I have? Uh, I'll say like I collect like statues of cool uh, characters I see in like movies or uh, video games or okay. books. Okay, okay, getting it out to the world here. Uh, yeah. Oh, also I love reading. You love reading? Yes, reading is like one of the greatest things ever. Oh my gosh, what kind of like self help books? Just like fiction books? What kind of stuff do you like to read? Uh, fiction. Man, I've been reading for so long, so it just feels like I've read everything, so I haven't been reading as much lately, but I see, like, a really good book. I'm in there. What's your favorite book? Uh, A Monster Calls. A Monster Calls. It also has a movie. You should definitely check it out. Might have to do that after the show. What's one book that you would recommend to me? Bro, literally, A Monster Calls. Really? That book is amazing. You think I'd like it? I feel like everybody. Everybody reads it. They even if they don't like it, they'll definitely understand what the message that the book is trying to convey. What's the message, Garrett? Uh, so you're going to experience loss. And the more you let that hold you back, the worse things it might possibly be for you. And so you just have to let it go and accept it. That was really good. Wow. I'm impressed. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you with a book, so I'm very impressed to, <laughs> to hear this. <laughs> But that's amazing. It's good that you like read and and like add more to your brain. When's the last time you read a book? Uh, I'll say maybe like a week ago. I'm very impressed. Very impressed. You use the audiobooks or no? Reading only. Uh, reading only. I'm not doing audiobooks. You okay. Don't listen to podcasts or anything. Uh, no, not really. I just I need like the book in my hand and I need to flip through the pages. I'm the same way. What about you? Do you do audiobooks or you physical copies only? I've never done an audiobook, only physical copies. I just feel so much more like special when I use a real book. 
It's like I writing with like a pen and a paper. It just feels yeah. so perfect. I like the collection. Like that's one of my goals to like get enough books. So one day if I'm like, you know, 60, 70, I can just like point at a shelf <laughs> and I can actually be like, yeah, I actually read all this. <laughs> and be like proof of the knowledge I've gained. But exactly. you know, that's an ego thing maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but nonetheless, we got to throw it to break here. Speed and power with Megan and Garrett from the Nebraska track team. Don't go anywhere. We've got two more segments on the other side.